This week, migrant models, India's version of a Muslim travel ban, and a new goal for equal pay in soccer. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to another educational adventure here at the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Phil Causey, and with me as always is the strangely once again perfectly color-coordinated, including his socks, Sandeep Sen. Well, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. (laughs) And apparently twice so far on this show. Uh, Sandeep, what'd you do this week? Anything good? uh, Well, I bombed in front of a bunch of 40-year-old, about 20, 40-year-old women. (laughs) Oh, or fifty year old women, I can't remember. Oh, so one of my friends produces these comedy shows where she goes to people's apartments and puts on comedy shows. At oh, I know apartments. you're talking about, but I don't want to name names. Yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. well, it was Michelle. She's on. She was been on our podcast. <laughs> okay, I don't. Feel, I didn't want to out anybody. Uh, well, she's a former guest. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know if I wanted to out you bombing on her show. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so one of these, uh, one of these shows happened to be at a beautiful apartment. Uh, what neighborhood? Uh, in Upper West Side, of course, and um, the the people were it was a it was a fifty year old woman, um, or a forty year old woman. I can't remember. Well, is it a birthday? Or or was they, it she, who recently got divorced? Oh, divorce party, and it was a birthday party for her, and it was all mm-hmm. her friends, and it was a woman. It was women only, so it was about twenty women, and uh, I go up there and just start eating it hard, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the extent that like these jokes I do normally work, so I'm not used to them bombing. So I didn't have like save lines ready, and I just start doing these jokes. Oh, and that's I'm, the worst. Yeah. yeah, is when you get up there and you, you your your jokes that the your your money in the bank jokes get like a mild chuckle at best, and you're like, oh fuck, those are my best bullets. Right, I am like, fucked. You're like, we're yeah. in for it. Yeah, no, <laughs> and so <laughs> we've all been there. But my joke stopped working. My my joke didn't work. I'm like, ah, let me just move on. Did to they the ever next start joke. working? Or uh-huh. did they ever start working? Or well, what happened was after three jokes that bombed, I'm like, oh god, what am I? So then I just went into the crowd, and they mm-hmm. it wound up that they're trying to set me up. They're like talking about about setting me up with like their friends. Yeah, it's like so, this guy's a, he's a comedian now, but he's really a doctor in real life. It's okay. Well, like, <laughs> I didn't even say that. I just I just said I was doing my jokes about dating, and then they're mm-hmm. like they weren't laughing at all. And I went to the crowd, and then someone's like. Do you want to be set up? You're single. And then we just started talking about that. I'm like, well, I was doing comedy, but I, you know, that wasn't working out. So sure. Work, I, what do you, well, who do you know? Did it work a little better? You got the crowd back a little? Maybe you not, maybe you didn't get laughs. So you might've gotten some, my crowd work definitely worked better than my material <laughs> because my material was not working. <laughs> oh, um, good times. Well, yes. sorry to hear that. Let's take a minute and uh, meet our guest today. Yes. Our guest is uh, texting right now, but, uh, <laughs> I think he's very engaged in your <laughs> you, story. You could chime in, Blaze. We weren't. Uh, you don't Hi. need a former Hi. introduction. Yes, I was waiting for my name to be said. Yes, you hear that? That is the voice of a voiceover actor. Hey, how's it going? That Jay Blaze uh, is a voiceover Doesn't actor. Even he's know also my name. Oh, sorry, a regular actor and comedian. He's appeared in national commercials. What's for his brands last like name? You forgot that part. Sandy. Mancias. Nice. Blaze Mancias. Mancias. Go he's back like to the part. Share. He's like share of comedy. You just need share or just Blaze. Louis. Just play. Well, no, but like with the name, go like back plays. to the part where you're talking about my accolades really quick. Uh, yeah, that up he's appeared we... in national commercials for brands like Skechers and Reese's. You know, uh, those shoes that your dad buys? Uh-huh. The Skechers, not the Reese's. <laughs> not your dad, but everyone else's dad, Cindy. I, I actually, uh, I wear my Skechers. My dad wouldn't pay for a brand no, new shoe. No, he would not. Skechers are comfortable. I wear Skechers sometimes. And I they mean... are unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's this Do totally you really true? wear Skechers? I bought it. This is totally true. I bought oh. a pair of Skechers because they were like all black and I like just plain shoes. And they had a big Skechers tag. And I said, I actually cut the Skechers tag off the exactly. side. 
And then now they look more like dress shoes because they look like that other than the fact that it says Skechers. I yes. like how you've been in a commercial for Skechers and you're just talking so much shit about Skechers. Yeah, you're shit. Oh, them. yeah. Well, they're not going to hire me again. Like it doesn't like once you're in something, unless they're going to bring you back like, oh, man, that guy is like the guy in the thing doing the thing was great. I don't know. You could be the um, the, the do you hear me now of the Skechers. You I, know? Just, you I, don't, be- I don't think I'm the only guy that's talking shit about Skechers. Like, no, it's no mystery to anybody that Skechers are whack. I think we can all agree that Skechers are whack. Right? I've never heard about Skechers being whack. I, I don't know much about Skechers. Well, yeah, but that's because you're uh, people's dad's ages. Uh, well, yeah, their whole ad campaign <laughs> well, is I like, should know about Skechers. Their whole <laughs> exactly. ad campaign is old athletes. Like, when I did this commercial, uh, the, the, the guy, like, the main person was Mariano Rivera, the former Yankee pitcher. Um, so like the, their whole uh, ads campaign of all time. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which also super nice guy, but I felt bad for him because English was a second language and like that commercial. I was, don't think he cares. He has like ten, hundreds of millions of dollars. He's doing. Great. He does not give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You met Mariano Rivera? Yeah, because he did the commercial. He was like the the star of the commercial. Well, did what, you talk to him in Spanish? I did not talk to him. What was that? What year was this in? Uh, like couple two three years ago. Because he retired like like. Three or four. Yes, years he ago? had just retired, so it was oh, like so it, it was bored. after it was after he was retired. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was just cashing in those endorsement deals he didn't have time to do during his career. Totally. Yeah. 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 Because he's a closer, he spends all the time sitting, right? <laughs> um, but he was so nice. I, I, because I was like on set. I'm like, what am I going to say to him that's like not annoying? I'm like, okay, what do I know about him that people don't necessarily know? He's from Panama. Okay, who's the most famous like Panamanian person I could think of? Manuel Noriega. Well, I was gonna say Roberto Duran. But, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know who either of these names are. <laughs> uh, Roberto Duran is a famous boxer who gave up in the middle of the fight against Sugar Ray Leonard, famously, and so and he's a big partier and he's drunk. And so I was like, Mariano, do you ever kick it with Roberto Duran? And he's like, Nah, man, nah. He's he's crazy. <laughs> Apparently, Mariano is a very pious gentleman. He doesn't do those sort of carousing that. Uh, you didn't talk to him in Spanish. No, I was how the fuck I was nervous. I didn't want to like be weird. Also, he was doing the commercial in English and I didn't want him to feel self-conscious because he was having a hard time with the lines, to be quite honest. It's funny. In the last episode, we talked about this. We talked about changing languages. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I mean, we could talk. I mean, so for those of you that are listening that don't know what I look like or who I am, I am half Mexican, but. People don't necessarily know that. You look like he looks name, so white. Yeah, he, he looks, looks like, like your a, name is Adam or something. Like he looks really, like a fucking white yeah. guy. You, you look like you belong at a country club. I, uh, I look like I might club. like be on a water polo team and have been accused of rape. Like I feel like that's <laughs> yes. what I look like. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah, no. But but no, yeah, I know what you mean. Like so, I, I speak Spanish pretty well. But like I look the way I look, and so sometimes people are surprised that I speak Spanish or like. It's just a you very weird thing. I want to say that that's actually kind of nice of you in that case because nothing annoys me more than when I'm at the f- the fucking taco cart and I'm trying to get a burrito and some like white fucking dude or white girl from like Missouri tries to like show off their high school Spanish sure. to the guy and fucking in the cart like, oh, um, you know, me gusta burritos, tacos. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I just order in English, okay? Like these guys want to make money. They know English. Like, right, totally. but see, Blaze did that. It would be obvious when he starts speaking that he's not doing that. Like he sure, actually knows sure, sure. But, yeah, but sure. like upon looking at me they might be like eh, i don't know about this guy yeah so, so is this guy a ventriloquist how the fuck is that coming out of that mouth <laughs> so yeah but, it's, you're suspect mm, based on your whiteness yeah mexicans oh no i've uh, here's a funny story so i was in a situation once where i was at my laundromat and it was run by latin women i don't remember where they're from somewhere in central america and there used to be this drunk guy that would come in and harass everybody for money all the time in the laundromat and every time he'd come in the latin women that were there they'd be like oh no no get out of here like in spanish telling the guy to leave and he would go around asking everybody for money, and then he started coming to me, and the the women were like, oh, in Spanish, 
oh look, they're gonna he's gonna go over and bother that poor Chinese boy <laughs> about <laughs> me. And, I, and once I heard that, I was like, I gotta out myself. And I like turned over and I looked at them and just smiled. And the, in Spanish, they're like, oh, it's like he understands what we're saying. <laughs> and then I kept staring at them, and then they're like. Oh, do you understand this? They ask me, and I'm like, yeah, like, soy mexicano. And they're like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry, lo siento, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, I think it's funny. Um, but they thought I was Asian. <laughs> the women at my laundromat. Well, the, well yeah. I mean, to by the laundromat standards, you're, uh, actually, no, you wouldn't be Asian at all, because you're not, yeah, I don't know. What are the laundromat standards? Don't you have to be super Asian to work in a, la- like a laundromat? Isn't that like a thing? Yeah. Was that a gust should, of racism that blew into the room, or what was that? <laughs> Just I don't know. You're like I'm Asian, you're the one running the laundromat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they may have been Asian. I, they could have been Asian women that just spoke Spanish really well. I didn't ask them where they were from, so you could be right. They could just be like Chinese women that have excellent Spanish <laughs> in South American <laughs> well, accents. Well, well, here's the other thing too: people don't realize this about South America. The West Coast of South America is like the West Coast of North America. There's a lot of Asian-looking people there. Like, have you ever been mm. to like Peru, I've never been to South per- Peru or Colombia? Mm-mm. There's a lot of Asian-looking people. Migration patterns are always based on what's nearby. Like if you're if you ever been to like Seattle or San Francisco, it's very you know Asian. Uh, yeah, it's where same I'm from. thing with no, fucking yeah. Lima and all the you know uh, sure. West Coast South American cities as well. Yeah, geography, kids, you learn something. Every yes, day. Phil, your your uh, major yeah. is finally coming I in know, hand. That degree oh, I have, you're a geography finally, major. I have, yeah. yeah, I have a degree in geography. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, Cindy, does it bother you that your whole four years of study could be uh, could be matched by just opening up a map? <laughs> well, like no, because they, they, they couldn't explain what I just explained by looking at a map. I could use a map to explain what I just explained. I know. Sandeep, do you I'm think geography trying. is just looking at a map? Do you think that's what he, studying geography is? I felt like there was is? a good time for a joke right there. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he does that a lot. He thinks that, that, that the map joke uh, is eventually going to work. Oh, anyway, I didn't know that was a joke. Oh, I made that joke before. So we're like four times on this show at oh, least. Where, where, where you, yeah, you demean my major. Well, that would be like me saying, you like, oh, what? You think like I could just like talk to people and that's my fucking degree? I, I could literally, Asshole. I think I could train a high school kid to do my job. It's very, <laughs> I don't say that to many people, but I'll, in full right. disclosure. So speaking of geography, I think we're going to start uh, in northern India this week. Well, no, speaking of uh, Blaze mm-hmm. being, um, doing commercials, yeah, oh, I, I thought we'd transition to, to my uh, outrage story this week for oh, commercials. Okay. All right, yeah, we can do yours first. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah uh, Blaze also has a master's degree in theater from Columbia University. It's an Ivy League uh, school. And he was chosen as one of the best of the fest at the Burbank <laughs> Comedy Festival. Just wanted to, just wanted to throw <laughs> that in you. there. But he did do two commercials. And our next story, the clothing brand Benetton caused outrage for its ads repurposing two pictures of migrants, r- migrant rescues, for an advertising campaign. So the photos were taken by this French and German charity called SOS Mediterranean, uh, and it published photos on its Twitter account with their with their logo, United Colors of Benetton. And one image was the, the charity workers handing out life jackets to migrants on an overflow raft uh, off the coast of Libya. And the other one showed migrant women and their children at an aid station in Italy. So the 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 charity uh, was helping these uh, these migrants. They took pictures. Benetton took it and then posted on their Twitter with the <laughs> the tagline "The United Colors of Benetton." Oh, so the for profit company hijacked the charity pictures and tried to make it look like they were the ones doing the work. Is that what the outrage is about? I think they were just using it as an ad for their company. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A for-profit company took a, a picture that they had nothing to do with and tried, right. to, tried to make it look like it was theirs. They didn't try to pass off that they were the ones helping the migrants. 
But they, but they plagiarized. They stole something from somebody without getting rights to it, right? Like, that's the first, yeah. like, problem there is that's a photo. This charity uh, owns the rights to that photo. There's a photographer that took that photo. And Benetton was like, oh, nice photo. We're going to put that on our ad. You can't just yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. They didn't take that photo. They don't own that photo. They have to give, they have to pay or get permission from that charity. So, like, that's super illegal. Yeah, I mean, that's the first problem. But I think the the main source of outrage is they've plagiarized but it's what they plagiarize they're exploiting these migrant worker these migrants yeah. these refugees who are like you know they're not migrants yeah they're not migrants they're refugees yeah. I, you know what the story calls them migrants but it's true they yeah they i think refugees. migrants is a little bit uh like waters down what they actually are right you know it's funny so you where, sent me that on, where are they where are these people migrating to like the, italy so from where like the well, Middle East somewhere, like Syria, probably like probably North Africa. Uh, you know, a lot of people come across the Mediterranean there from North Africa. Mm. It's the the one is the raft is off the coast of Libya, so they're probably from Libya. Yeah. So or North Africa, in Africa, yeah. You know, it's funny. You sent me this article uh, yesterday or earlier today before I came over, and I read it and I saw the picture. I had not heard the story before. I didn't. Most I guess of our I was, stories people never hear because oh, okay. they're so fucking weird. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, but I I I, I thought the photo was a picture of models recreating. Uh, like the actual photo because everybody in that photo was so skinny and looked so good. I was like, well, those are clearly the models. What? Did uh, I say something? Like how did, they were like, wow. How did they get that body? Oh, oh look starving. at all those models, man. Like those abs are just so defined. You, like, you know, what's funny. You mentioned that because the, uh, the our episode, I forgot which episode number it was, but one of our first episodes before you even joined me, Sandeep was a, a Twitter account or maybe it was a, a, a Instagram account got in trouble for for doing a version of that where it was like it was an account called like like sexy migrants or hot migrants or something where they these women just took these pictures of like these very attractive brown dudes who were like refugees and so like oh look how hot and handsome these dudes are and they're that was a real thing that was a real thing yeah. and like they have like three percent body fat i mean man <laughs> yeah they oh are God. really doing the low carb. Oh, they're doing the keto diet. Look, look, uh, I mean, they, they really do the keto diet well. It's like it's like it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle for them. You know, they just um, yeah, yeah. When you look deep, deep into his meat. brown eyes and that thousand mile stare, you can <laughs> almost imagine all the horrors that he's been through. Just makes you want to bring him home and put a warm aluminum blanket around him or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we established through that story and this story that apparently the, these migrants are just sexy people. Yeah, They're very just sexy hot people. Who could blame Benetton? Like those are the hottest refugees. I think really the reason they're leaving their <laughs> homeland is because they're so desirable and so wanted that they wanted to get the fuck out. Yeah. Dude, Benetton, I didn't know that they do all these crazy ads. Also, I didn't know Benetton even existed anymore. I didn't <laughs> right, know that was. A, I thought that was so like 1985. They are know? trying to make a comeback. So, so does, that, does that mean it's going to be like like a dating service, like date a hot migrant? Is that going to be a thing? It's, it's ironic that the, the the poorest of the poor would have mad game in, in rich societies. Yeah, <laughs> it is. They would be yeah. fucking on fire yeah. on the beach. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. It's true. It, oh. They'd be crushing it. Oh, my God. There's going to be a dating app for, for migrants. Oh, yeah. For immig- refugees. Excuse me. Now I'm using it. Refugees. Refugees. Oh, I'm glad we could find some humor in this. It makes me so sad. Poor you can, can you swipe as fast as they can paddle across the river? Nice. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, so Kelsani, keep going with the story. I mean, when they're over there, they have to survive on like thirty cents a day off the charity. If they came here, they could just go to like nice restaurants. Cheap date. It's true. It's true. Cheap date. <laughs> yeah. 
They, they uh, low body fat, so yeah, exactly. Cheap. T- <laughs> I mean, this this story outrages me a little bit. It does. Am I allowed to say that? Can I? Can I? Of course. No, you in? can't express oh, outrage yeah. on no, the show. The it, fake it, outrage report. Oh yeah. How I, dare I, you? I got some real outrage here. It really okay. outrages. Just because one, they stole work from a photographer, and two, they are not. They are exploiting these people. It's not like okay, we're gonna like put a bunch of refugees on our ad, but fifty percent goes to like people like. Um, like Apple and like Gap does with their red campaign. You know what I mean? Like they, for, you know, you get a picture of a kid with flies on him, but you do, like your purchase does help them. And as far as, I was actually Googling Benetton because I didn't know that they had all these crazy ad campaigns. And I was like, oh, they must like do charity work. Cause I, like what they advertise, I'm not necessarily against. Like I like that they're, like people are aware of the refugee crisis, but not to sell a couple shirts. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, their whole, <laughs> Benetton's whole ad campaign is they, they're, they try to, all their ads like kind of like have a we're the united colors we're teaching unity they have like multiracial people uh that's their standard ad and then they do this they, they do the occasional crazy stuff like they got into trouble because they had the pope making out with a yeah. an imam um, which but i also kind of like the, the message behind that aside from the fact that it's only trying to sell shirts but right like well maybe like the ad they, campaign is that you know if you wear their clothing you'll look as sexy as the migrants <laughs> Right. No, that's just that, me. I okay. mean, that must be the only possible I, I, explanation because I don't know why they I'm thought it was a good to, idea. I'm trying to justify. No, somehow. Yeah. yeah. There's no. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I, I I was reading about some of the other crazy stuff that they did, and they they once had uh, an ad where a white baby was breastfeeding from a black breast, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not like against what they're doing there, right? If it was actually helping people, you know. But it, yeah. apparently, it really, and that was an ad that was uh, in the United States. People were, yeah, very upset I mean, see, this that. is, that's like a, it's a provocative idea. It's, they're using their creativity. It's shocking. This value. is like they're taking a picture of refugees and just like put it in and try and use it's it to sell Pornography shirts. is what it is. Uh, so the charity, which they stole the picture from, uh, said that they had nothing to do with the advertising campaign. And they say, we fully dissociate ourselves from this campaign, which plays a picture taken while our teams were rescuing people in distress at sea. The human tragedy at stake in the Mediterranean must never be used for commercial purposes. And here's the funny one is that yes. Italians interior, Italy's interior minister, Matteo Salvini, who uh, gained notoriety because it, it, he ran on an anti-immigration platform. He's like the sort of the Trump of Italy yep. and okay. they won. And he's like, he vowed to like expel illegal immigrants and turn mm-hmm. away immigrants. He criticized the rad. He's like, am I the <laughs> only one to find this despicable? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, the anti-immigrant party from Italy criticizes yeah. yours for being uh, insensitive to immigrants or That's to pretty amazing. migrants. Yeah, it's like, look, we can get rid of the brown people. Just please don't tweet about it. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Got to draw the line somewhere. Uh, so last I heard, Benetton, re- apparently Benetton retracted one of the ads, the one with the raft, but kept the other one on. Well, you know what? The hard thing is, is they're assholes <laughs> because they store, they stole from a charity and like, what kind of lawyers do you think this charity has? And they're going up against Benetton. So let's say this charity, what's their recourse? They can sue Benetton because they stole their image? Yeah, and Benetton's probably got a thousand more lawyers and a bigger bank account. Like, that's the shitty part. Is ben- Benetton's a big, like, scary company. They can steal from small people and get away with it. I think that's what's kind of fucked up, too. Like, what's the charity going to do, you know? They get free publicity. I mean, that's, that's oh, a good thing go. out of it. Yeah, I didn't, that's I didn't even it. think about it. That you, it, it almost feels like our guests put way much, much more thought into this than I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, like by a lot this week. You're that's joining us here with the Blaze Mancius podcast yeah, where I go so- on to other people's podcasts <laughs> and take them over. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to bring up your point, Phil, about how you often think that these companies um, do this stuff on purpose to get publicity. Oh, outrage marketing? Yeah. 
You know, I don't know, because here's the thing. This is one of those cases where I think the more people found out about it, the more people are like, wait, you did what? You know, like, dude, fuck you guys. You know, like, this doesn't make people want to buy their clothes. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a company that big, there already is brand awareness. Whereas in most outrage marketing campaigns, it's like a smaller company and they're just trying to see if they can get picked up by a couple of random websites to get articles written about them. I feel like this is bad publicity. What do you think are the kind of like, let's be very awful human beings and generalize on what we think the Mm -hmm. kind of people that buy Benetton clothes are like. What do you think they're like? Hmm. What do you, when you imagine someone who wears Benetton, what do you think? Because I have a very clear image in my head what I well, think. Well, they of. probably have at least a few immigrants work for them, like one in the pool. No, 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 but I mean like kitchen. people that buy that shit. That's what I mean. Oh, oh, oh. It's yeah. that kind of, it's, it's that kind of crowd. Yeah, like, I think the people that buy Benetton don't give a shit about refugees. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go out mm. on a limb and say that. I don't think they care that, uh, that there's people being exploited. I think they try to, they, they like, they try to act, they try to, act like they care. They like the fact that they can buy it and then yeah. try to project that they do care when they really don't care. I'm just jealous that all these refugees got like a national ad and I never even got an audition for this Benetton ad. I'm fucking <laughs> furious. You're like, I'm going to call my agent. Where the fuck was my phone call? All they did I'm was sit on a this. raft. I w- like, I'm busting my ass here and they just sat in a raft and they got like, boom. Oh, you're on an ad. Way to go. <laughs> refugees. Come on. Stealing our work from these hardworking actors in America. See, they don't just do the jobs that Americans don't want to do. Now they're doing the jobs that we want to do. Fuck. Yes. Well, we're, we're very sorry about that. As far as the verdict goes, I think uh, all the reasons that uh, Blaze said I'm with, I think this is, def- <laughs> this is definitely legit outrage. This is uh, pretty fucking ridiculous. You know? uh, yeah. yeah, legit outrage as well. I'm, I, I'm, I'm very upset. I'm all right. Upset. All right. <laughs> three for three on that one. So we're going to do an international episode today. As, as we teased earlier... We're going to go uh, from brown people to other brown people. We're going to go to northern India. India uh, makes its way into the podcast again. Yeah. But this time, <laughs> I am not doing the India story. Yeah, this time it's me doing the India story. So I'm going to fuck up every single name in here. I can't wait. This is uh, this is part of how that's going to work. There's a city called uh, Lucknow. Is that how you'd say that's it? That's pretty good. I, I think that's, that's exactly I, it. I didn't know if it was going to be Lucknow or Lucknow. Is, do you know where that is? It's Lucknow. It's Lucknow. Yeah. Lucknow, northern in northern India. And they uh, have you been there, Sandeep? No, never. Is mm-hmm. that what's the reputation of Lucknow in the rest of India? Is that like the? It's the Cincinnati is of the, India. Yeah, is that, is <laughs> what I mean. Know. Is it like is it like like a redneck city? Is it like a nice place? <laughs> I have no idea. You don't have Nobody any. Nobody has rednecks out there. No, no <laughs> reference to to Lucknow, India. The right. total brown necks. <laughs> All right. So what happened was a uh, Hindu woman. Sent out a tweet that uh, got picked up by a couple big news news outlets, Al Jazeera and a couple others, and there's a little bit of outrage over this, where she went to apply for a passport with her husband, and the uh, the guy there was harassing her husband because she is a Hindu woman and he is a Muslim man. And I imagine that happens quite a bit in northern India because northern India is near Pakistan, more geography for the show. Uh, and so the guy is like was harassing the husband, saying that like he needs to like commit to Hinduism or he's never going to be accepted by the culture and and all this stuff. And he refused to give them passports. So this woman sent a uh, her name is Tanvi Sit. Is that is that good? How do you how do you spell the last T-A-N-V-I-S-E-T-H, name? T a n v i s e t h like uh, Sith. Okay, so it is like Seth in America, but not yeah. not as hard of an e. So it's Seth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And she she tweeted at her her foreign minister named Sushma Swar Swaraj. <laughs> this is pretty good. Okay. All right. Um. 
<laughs> I'm at like a D plus level right now, which is much better than usual. Saying that like she's pissed off and humiliated that this dude wouldn't give her the passports. And uh, and so then th- this got passed down. The regional passport officer named Piyush Verma. Uh, that's good. That's, basically that's then stepped in and told the guy, fuck you, and said, we're going to give passports to this woman. And uh, and that, you know, this, this is that's bullshit and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, this is very upsetting. I think these names are not difficult enough. I, I was it's always more fun when they're that's they're where longer. your outrage is coming from. That yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't humiliate the white guy quite enough this week. <laughs> <laughs> And then this guy, he transferred to different department, and then he said, the, the guy that denied the passports that got in trouble for all this bullshit, he said, uh, I myself have done an intercaste marriage, and uh, I am I'm communal and respect and sit with people of all religions, unquote. Hmm. Well, that's like one step down from just being like, yeah, I've got black friends. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, totally. that's, the, that's, the, that's the Indian version of I've got black totally. friends, is that. Totally. So uh, as, far, as far as the outrage goes in that one, uh, this one is interesting to me because we we talked about actually on our last episode, Sandeep, that you know uh, 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 India is a bit more conservative of a culture, right? And so you see here here in the states, especially Brooklyn, interracial and interreligious relationships are very like normal here. It's almost like a requirement in Brooklyn, like like they make you, like mm-hmm. you get here and like okay, somebody doesn't look like you, you gotta fuck them. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. It's yeah. it's required. And so I feel like um, I, I'm leaning on you for this one, Sandeep. What's the level of weirdness of something like that in India? Oh, it's de- there is a lot of tension between uh, Hindus and Muslims in India. So um, Sexual tension in this case. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Head on over to Kashmir where it's never soft, it's always hard, and people die. <laughs> In my head, I, it was going to sound cooler, but... Uh, <laughs> that sounded quite interesting. Right. Yeah. I was, I was loving it. Kashmir? Kashmir is actually known for being super soft, actually. So that, that's not even an accurate... Uh, no, no, no. The, that's that's uh, Kashmir. That's the region. Come on. No, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not the... Yeah, speed. yeah. See, yeah. geography guy knows. No. Kashmir is spelled C-A-S-H-M-I-O. Yeah, it's not actually, spelled the same. The, the region is spelled with a K, but Kashmir is the branding that they use and they sell it to rich Sandeep, white people. We're going to explain to you how India works. Wait, you think Kashmir sweaters come from Kashmir? That makes sense. It's kind of like cham- it's kind of like Champagne, the Champagne region of France. Yeah, it's like that, except with uh, cloth and not with booze. Sandeep, do you know wow. anything about India? I had no idea. I thought I just thought those words sounded similar. I had no idea that they're actually. No, related. that's an actual. But I want to. I want to. I do want to hear what you, like give us some context on sort of like interreligious marriages. Yes, I mean it would be a bigger <laughs> deal because there is so much tension between those two cultures. Um, it's not like, I mean, I guess it would be kind of like a white person marrying a black person. Thirty years ago, yeah. No, now outside of outside of New York, but worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because there's there is less tension. I think there's less tension between white people and black people in America. There's like there's well, definitely tension with the institutions. Like I don't think black people just don't like white people in general. Um, okay, it's, it's a tough one. Right? I think that's a strange equivalency, but I, I see where you're coming. No, from No, but I think it's worse. I think it like the, it's, there's so it's more, more it's tension in India. There's more active tension between Hindus and Muslims than I think there. Mm. I guess I. You know, it's hard to say because it's not exactly great being a black person in this country either. But I, I think I know what you mean in that. Like as we were talking about with Kashmir, those that don't know that that's like a highly disputed part of Pakistan and India, like along that border, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of fighting there, and it's oftentimes it separates people that are not only Pakistani and Indian, but Muslim and Hindu or Muslim and, and Sikh even. Um, yeah, but there are Muslims throughout India. And I think even outside of that area, like in any area, yeah. there, there's, there's tension. I, 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 my mother married an Indian man who is, and your mom not, was what? My mom is white. 
and she married and she was divorced and had a child and married an Indian man, which is kind of a big deal. So how did you get the last name of Mencius? That's my Mexican dad's name. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my mom married my stepdad. We'll call him Sean. That's his uh, American name. And uh, <laughs> that it was tough. It was really tough for my mom, my stepdad, starting out because not because of the re- well religion played into it, but the racial played into it. The fact that she was a divorced woman and she had a child. Um, was all part of it. Also, my stepdad had a brother, and he was the younger one. And in their family, and what from what they told me in their culture, it was a little bit of like a faux pas for the younger brother to get married first. Mm. And it's, so, like, it not only was like frowned upon that he was marrying a white woman with a kid, but like he was making his brother look bad by getting married. Well, first. he's making the whole family look bad. With exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like. Dishonoring yeah, I mean, the parents, I, yeah, humiliating def- the brother. Oh wow! Yeah, like it was like a big fucking thing, and like it was a big source of problems Very and challenges early on. But yeah, definitely a lot more of a conservative culture in India. It seems yeah. like maybe like Todd say maybe fifteen years ago, it might be the same level. Well, of you know, attention. I saw I saw this the other day, and it, it kind of I'm not going to say it weirded me out because that's the wrong way to say it, but it made me think. I saw something you don't see very often. I saw an old interracial couple. Mm, yeah, you, you don't, don't see, see that. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, here, like again, here in Brooklyn, if you're below like 30, 35, like no one cares. But like, yeah, I saw them. they were both legitimately like in their 60s. Makes me and I remember really looking at them like, wow, they probably fucking they must have really liked each other, you know, yeah. back in the 1960s. Because holy shit. Yeah. You know, so I imagine it's like that in India a little bit, right? Where yeah, something like that. They have to put up with some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to ask you about one other thing. Now, the quote the guy said where he said he's in an intercaste marriage. Now, we all vaguely know about the caste system. How difficult are those? I think that's a lot. I, I, I don't know, man. I think it's a lot less like of a big deal now. Yeah. Okay. It was more of a big deal before. But I only know like my family and just my immediate area in India. I, apparently, like there are many different Indias. There's like a there's like this whole rural culture and there's this whole like... Mm-hmm. Conservative, that's a whole on a whole different degree and level than it sounds than like even this is from a region that I didn't look up the region. I should have that kind of is like that then, where a dude can just harass somebody in public and give him a shit for his religion and yeah. But I think service. marrying intercaste is definitely less of a big deal than marrying a Muslim, a Hindu marrying a Muslim. Yeah. Okay. I I, I really appreciate you sending me this article. One of my favorite quotes in it. Um, it said here <laughs> in in recent years, far right Hindu groups with links to the ruling party have stepped up a campaign against so called quote love jihad. A term they used for an alleged Islamist conspiracy to convert Hindu women through seduction, marriage, and money. This is what I think is so funny about that, is that there is this fake conspiracy that they think that there are Muslim men who are like, fuck, how do we convert Indians? Oh, I'll just woo them. I'll just get her to like totally fall in love with me. As if it was so easy to get a woman to fall in love with you. Like that's the most ridiculous yeah. thing. Like that's like one of the hardest things in the world is to pick up a woman and get her to like you. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's so easy. So we'll get her to like us and then we'll convert her. Like what? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's like We're the gonna two hardest this, things in the world. We're going to win this religious war one pussy at a time. Yeah. That's <laughs> love jihad. Love jihad. Doesn't that sound really? like the name of like, a, like an 80s band or, or like a... <laughs> Like a cool bar somewhere. Like you guys going on to Love Jihad? Oh yeah, it's right up the block. I just passed it. Yeah, yeah. It's a Indian, Korean, Mexican fusion place. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) All organic. All right. So I'm gonna go uh, legit outrage in the story because I think like the the fact that they had to get hassled just because they were in love with somebody of a different religion is fucking. And again, 
in some people's cultures, they might be like, hey, no, that's right what the guy did. Tell the guy to fuck off. Uh, well, we don't, you know, this, this is our show, and we make the judgments here at the Fake Outrage Report. So I'm going to go uh, with this woman, Miss Tanvi Sith. Legit Outrage. Uh, yes, I will rule Legit Outrage, outrage as well. I'm a legit outrage that there are people out there that think wooing a woman is easy. Wow. It's very <laughs> hard. It is very hard. I'm legit outrage. No, so, but this is fucking bullshit. But I mean, what kind of, I don't even know what kind of laws they have against like, you know, religious persecution and shit like that in India. Like, I don't know what, like, here this it's, is it's like protected it, classes, but yeah, I don't know what it is. There. Like, it's a, yeah. this is surprising to me, but like maybe somebody in India is reading this like, yeah, this happens like every fucking week. You shouldn't have gone to that. Like passport office. Yeah, like you everyone know knows I mean? that like, that guy. Um, like that's the racist one. That guy Ahurahajama is a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like the same way where it's like, is wait, it, is, word? That, is that an Indian name or even close to one? Uh, that sounded pretty Ahurahajama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's like it's the same thing. It's like I imagine there must there has to be. Well, I don't know. My question is like, are there people in India who read that and they're like, wait, what town was this in? Blank, blank, Arkansas. Oh yeah, of course that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, like, it's gonna be in like now. yeah, it's gonna be in like the Florida of India. Like I, I just I don't know if this is like Florida a big deal if for Indians or if it's like oh this is news. Well, it got picked up by a few usual. different. It got picked up by the Times of India and Al Jazeera, which I assume are pretty big news sources out there. Sure, but they're not Indian news outlets. You the know Times what I mean? of India, I think, is. Oh, oh <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear that. No, no, that's definitely not an Indian news outlet. I think that's the Cleveland baseball team news outlet. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. Oh, two rare, unanimous, real outrage stories. Yeah, that's oh, very is this rare. rare? Does, it doesn't happen a lot on this show? No, most no. of the time we rule fake outrage. I'd yeah, say. or at least somebody, somebody out of the three usually does. Anyway, oh. uh, before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Oh. Is there anything you're currently outraged about? Yeah, there is Senor. something I'm outraged about. And Lay it's much us. like your other stories. It's not getting a lot of play. So it, the World Cup is going on. Many of you uh -huh. know. By or the way, by, by the way, just for the reference, listeners, by the time this comes out, the World Cup will be almost over or over because we, huh. we record with a lot of lead time. Got it. Good um, to know. But say your thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. So the World Cup is going on right now. It's the men's World Cup. I think um, the pool group pool play ended today. Or tomorrow? I think tomorrow. Pool From, play, yeah. So just to let everyone know where we're at on the timeline right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about U.S. soccer specifically <laughs> uh, because the men are terrible. Yeah. And the women are amazing it's at true. soccer in this country. And they've won a few like World Cup trophies, I believe three, and the men have won none. Um, up until this past March, the men were getting paid significantly more. Mm -hmm. um, they were staying in better hotels. They were getting fed better. They were getting more money for per diem. And they were playing exclusively on grass fields. The women were getting paid, I think, like 25% as much on salary. They were staying in substandard hotels. They weren't getting enough money for per diem. They weren't getting fed enough. These are professional athletes mm. not getting fed yeah, you enough. need a lot of calories. no one likes it when women have grass on the field yeah well and they're playing on artificial <laughs> yeah and they're yeah. playing on artificial turf which the oh. men have refused to play on because they say it's dangerous and they make the women play on it and the you, like soccer federation's like no no it's just as good and i was like oh so why are the men playing well this past march is women world's cup going on right now no, no, women's okay. is it's opposite. So it's it's kind of like the Olympics. It's every four years, so it's two years after the regular. Correct. Run. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. But good news is, is the women now are getting paid the same as the men as of March. Oh, that's fucking However, awesome. However, I want to argue that the women don't deserve equal pay. 
Oh boy. No, I don't think they deserve it. I think they deserve more. Oh, the there we go. No, I mean it. I think sports is the All one you feminist oh blaze some pussy right. now for being so woke. No, but I really mean this. It's like sports. It's a meritocracy. Clearly you're trying to get women to fall in love with no, you. No, no, I see what's I going really on here. Fucking yeah, what, mean what religion this, man? are you? What are you, what are you trying to convert <laughs> these women to? Uh, we're, I'm doing a love jihad where I'm trying to, I'm really trying to start my own wake up really <laughs> no but it's bullshit like sports is the one place that's like a true meritocracy right if you're good you get rewarded and the women mm-hmm. they get paid as much right now but their bonus incentives are not as much as the men so like for example if the men win they get x dollars if they tie they get x dollars and if they or I guess y <laughs> and if they lose they get z dollars the thing is is the men even if they have the worst year that they ever have had and the women have the best year that they will ever have had, the women will still not make as much money as them. So even though they have the same salary, they don't have the same bonuses. And that's something that I'm outraged about. I don't think people even know. because Who, pay, who pays the men and the women? The U.S. Soccer Federation. And how do they get money? Uh, I think they get Hold some on. money. Does the World well, Cup let, give let them let money? Maybe, uh, yes, first Phil. of all, I agree with you. Um, on everything you're saying, I mean, the, the women are objectively better. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a better winning record. They actually <laughs> qualify for World Cup tournaments. Yeah, they actually other play. soccer teams yeah. in the U.S. We can mention. Um, but the thing is, is that the thing with sports is this, and I know a lot about sports economics, mm. is that a lot of the pay is based off of television ratings and eyeballs and revenue, totally. and it all depends on how many people are going to the, the men's versus women's games and what the television ratings are. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what the numbers are. I offhand, do, but oh, see, you do. I do. What do you think it is? Because this I, is fun. Because I, I, bet, I, I, I assume more people watch the men's matches. Incorrect. Based on what happened four years ago. Incorrect. The incorrect. women have okay. consistently, for like the past couple World Cups, have been getting higher ratings more views mm. and more ad revenue mm. so not only are they better at soccer than the men people in this country care more about them Interesting. so there really is no good argument why you would pay the men more than the women now am i a fucking great research guy no there was an article in espn a couple of years ago was written and there's a couple articles in the new york times those of you that are listening, check them out. There's more stuff. But yeah, the, the money, the women make more money for the U.S. Soccer Federation. Oh wow, yeah. Like that's what's so, fucking crazy. So that crazy. just gets funneled over to the men, then basically. Yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. Isn't See, that crazy? I, I did not know any of this because no, I, I don't me, follow it as close as you do. Yeah, and I and I think we, I think, I mean, I I've made the assumption that a lot of people don't give as much of a shit about women's sports. And I think, and when I saw this headline of well, the story a few years ago. If there is one sport ago, where people care more, it is that one. I know mm. th- like the WNBA had a similar complaint and the response was like, yeah, no one watches your games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and, and WMLS doesn't exist anymore, I don't no, think. No, no. Because it went under in the mid-2000s, I and think. And they tried to reboot it, but yeah, women's professional soccer in this country has had a tough time. Yeah, yeah. It, so that's the thing. Is that that's the one women's sport where it's objectively better. Yeah, we're good at um, it. Yeah. We're better than the men. And, well, we, and we, I don't, don't know, I don't know if we is the right way to no, that. they're good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard I similar not. things about tennis. Like in tennis tournaments, women make less too. And it seems like from some articles I've read, mm. they are getting the same ratings or more ratings. Mm. And I think people t- are paying. I know in the U.S. Open, you pay the exact same amount for a ticket, mm-hmm. whether it's the men or the women. And yet, you know, they're still yeah. now. Now they, I think they've very recently the U.S. Open made it. Uh, same prize. Well, I just yeah. want to say this is probably the most prepared any guest has been for their own outrage segment <laughs> uh, in the history of this show. I think that's. Uh, I mean, this is legit. Again, I didn't know any of this coming in, really. So yeah, no, I, I heard mean, about it, but I didn't know in this level of detail. One so. last point on it that's really cool because you talk about tennis, Sandeep, is that, and I just there's a new article that I read uh, today before I came over 
because I like to prepare. I'm a bit of a closet nerd. Don't tell anybody. But the cool thing that's <laughs> happened with this whole women's soccer thing is because the women's soccer have all this power because they're good, mm-hmm. so they're pushing back, is that other women's sports are taking notice. So, for example, like the women's hockey team in the Olympics, mm-hmm. they've been, uh, I think they like threatened to boycott the Sochi Olympics mm-hmm. because they weren't getting enough pay, and then they got the pay that they wanted. And they've been doing a lot of, having a lot of dialogue between women's soccer and women's hockey and women's basketball players and even giving each other like support on social media, which has never been done before. So like women's soccer is like a leader for kind of us women's soccer has been like a leader for kind of helping all the other women's oh, sports. So they're, they're kind of take, taking the blueprint of yeah. what the women's soccer did. And it's weird, but like the, the first step I guess is just be better than everyone else. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad, like, are. I mean, it's what Jackie yeah. Robinson did, right? Like, what are you going to do? Just be fucking better than everybody. And yeah. eventually people will have to come around and put their biases aside. Isn't I, guess. This, I think I heard a thing about this. Like, cause I didn't, didn't John Oliver do a piece in this like two years ago. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think know. John Oliver did. And it wasn't the guy who ran soccer whatever he doesn't run it anymore the guy that got fired for corruption that guy yeah yes he didn't he say like uh if they want more revenue they should just have the women wear tighter shorts or something (laughs) (laughs) and and some somebody protested uh one of his speeches like a years ago by coming up and throwing fake money on him how great is that yeah he sounds like what does the soccer federation say when confronted uh, what what reason do they give for why they don't why they pay men more don't have that answer for penises, you. bro. Damn it. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is uh, reasoning for a lot of things, and it's also a great place to end. That was uh, With penises, penises, penises. It's always just you know that's what comedy eventually always comes back to. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, email us and tell us about your penises or how much you hate our penises at the fake outrage report at gmail.com. Tweet us at fake outrage ripped. Give us a killer review on iTunes. If you have a few extra seconds of your life, it doesn't cost you anything. It'll make you feel great. I promise you can follow blaze online at, at blaze Mancius on Twitter and Instagram. That's B L A Z E M A N C I double L A S. And before we go, Sandeep Sen. Any parting thoughts? Uh, you know, the best sex is, is uh, hot, starving refugee sex. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>